Thank you for tuning in to The Balanced Creative. Please check out breathingspacecreative.com where you will find access to all of our episodes, the Nourishing Word blog, our Thrive coaching program, the Rise Author Care and Wellness program, the Forever Writers Club, and all kinds of fabulous tools to help you become a balanced creative. The Balanced Creative podcast is edited and produced by Mar Tizak. My name is Shalene Knight, and I am founder of Breathing Space Creative Literary Studio, where we focus on building balance in our creative lives through mindset work, clarity, and healthy processes. I'm a writer, entrepreneur, publishing professional, a parent, and a huge lover of laughter, joy, and living my best life. Let's get down to it. All right, how to get organized as a creative entrepreneur with guest Crystal Clark. Can building systems and processes count as self-care? As writers, we are always reimagining what counts as writing. So why can't we reimagine self-care in the same way? Getting organized, staying organized, and reducing stress and overwhelm are all deeply connected to how we use our time. Yep, efficiency matters. We can't create more time in the day, but we can wholeheartedly strategize how to work with what we have. Want to find out how to get more quality creation time? Friends, this episode is for you. Today's guest, Crystal Clark, is a workflow strategist, helping service providers streamline their businesses with organized systems so they can stress less and work more with ease. Through her VIP days and membership community, which friends I am a huge, huge, huge fan of, by the way, she provides systems consulting and setup support to help you get organized with systems from Google Workspace and Dubsado to Zapier and beyond so you can manage your day-to-day with more ease, confidence, and peace of mind. She's all about transforming the way you work so you can enjoy the freedom that entrepreneurship has to offer while you run your business and wow clients with ease. Learn how to organize your empire with Crystal Clark, and we will link to the website in our show notes. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, I'm glad you're here because I know we have some things to get into, and I know our listeners are definitely going to benefit from this conversation. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope that all of you walk away with some tangible tips that you can implement now to make your creative empire flow with ease. And hey, I also hope you all check out Crystal's incredible membership community, Organize Your Empire. It has legit changed my life. And you're probably going to hear about this in more than just the podcast. So I'm going to dive in. Crystal, I wanted to chat with you because, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to word this. I experienced an almost immediate transformation within my first week in your Organize Your Empire community. And folks have heard me talk about systems and processes and the necessity of this, but I consider myself to be a novice uh, at this point, especially when I am learning all of these amazing things that you offer us. So maybe you can just tell us a little bit about what you do and why you wanted to help others with systems and processes. 
Oh, man. Okay. So I have to give you a little bit of background because Mm -hmm. everything that we do and the reasons of, you know, starting in entrepreneurship and and even like putting ourselves out there to make that sacrifice because we quickly find that we spend more time and more energy as an entrepreneur than we ever did as a nine to fiver. Mm. We just didn't like our nine to fives or it wasn't our passion and our business just helped us do that. And so there's a why rooted in starting, you know what I mean? For me, yes, it's a really funny story and I tell it all the time. It's like I, w- I was one of those women who like, you know, planned out her life on a spiral notebook. And this is what I envisioned for my life. And for me, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur because I knew that when I grew up, and I had kids and I got married that I wanted to be there for my kids. I wanted to be mm-hmm. extremely present. And so I literally on a piece of paper planned out, you know what? I want to start a business. And I want to do it full time. And I thought that that was going to be this wedding blog that I had come up with. And it yeah. was great, really fun, but there was no money. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let me start helping other wedding pros. I started helping other wedding professionals in their businesses as a VA. Um, in virtual assisting and that grew to social media. And then I started to find that everybody I was helping with social media was just literally drowning in work. They couldn't get back to me on things Mm. to look at. They also couldn't, you know, really grasp the, the leads that they were getting because the systems were all out of whack and they had no way of, you know, managing new leads. And I was like, you know what? Let's actually fix that so that all of the marketing efforts we're doing are going to land in a good place. And the traffic that I bring to your site and your website doesn't get lost when that person is ready to inquire and ready to give you their money. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, my my passion for helping entrepreneurs just really evolved the longer I spent serving them. And it really led me down this path that man, I really started to see many of the clients that I was working with from all different industries, they're drowning, they're tired, they're exhausted, you know, waking up in the morning and having a moment to just decompress or whatever is not like they can't ease into their day. They have to wake up and get right to it because there's so much to do and so many people waiting on them and so much stress. And I like really sat down and sat back and was like, okay, and I, I don't know if anyone is a believer or or religious, but I was like, you know what, God, I feel like this is an opportunity for you to use me. And maybe this is my ministry to really mm-hmm. help me free people from just the paralyzing feelings of constant stress associated with their work and help them to find a little bit more freedom. Because let's be honest, we just start our businesses to be chained to our offices and our desk and our laptops mm-hmm. and our phones 100%. We really went out to say, you know what? I want more freedom. I want to designate what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. I want to take my holidays off when I feel like it. (laughs) And then that really gets overshadowed by the amount of work and hats you have to wear Mm -hmm. as a business owner and entrepreneur. And so I started in a different place, but ended up landing with helping with systems because I saw a really big thing. I guess my background of a psychology degree and wanting to get into psychology, it really appealed to me to see like, what would life look like or feel like for the people I serve if I were to help them set up their systems? Would they get the freedom they set out to achieve mm. started their business? Will they find more uh, ways to take care of themselves and focus on self-care? So everything was just kind of rooted in like, how do we just free people to be their most authentic self with the freedom that they love and enjoy so that they can really tap into the why behind their business? So I would have to say, starting as a VA, 
And it evolved mm. basically where I feel like God was taking me to serve and help others. Wow, that is so incredible. Thank you. And everything that you just shared, it's almost like if we were to condense that into, you know, I, I'm always asked, what do you do? What is it that you do? Oh, yeah. And if you could condense that, it could almost be, I help people get free. Yeah. That's and it. that's enough to make me cry. Yeah. Like, that is an emotional thing. Uh -huh to be able to cre create that space for folks to not only do what they love to do, but to do it in a way that allows them to live their own lives. And that is so needed right now. We all feel that pressure, I think, you know, no matter what it mm -hmm. is that we're doing for a living, we've got that pressure to show up exactly. and to show up consistently and constantly mm -hmm. and with this notion of perfection attached yep. to it, which listen, if I turn on my video right now, you're going to see this <laughs> hair bun and this sweatpants suit. And that's how I'm going to show up sometimes. And, you know, that's OK, because I think we also have to remember that doing this work should also serve us in a way that speaks to this this uh -huh. this idea of self-love. Uh -huh. So that's the next thing I want to slip into, you know, with you is let's think about processes as self-care, because. Listen, I know I love when I get a new Trello automation idea. Oh, girl, it's yes. like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to catapult out of my bed and start working on it. And I'm so excited and it feels good. And so how do you how do you see the connection flourishing between processes and systems and okay. self-care and, and self-love? Girl, we got to get into that because. Mm -hmm. OK, so I'll just share real quick. My word of the year for 2023 is heal. So yes. what can I do to heal my body, heal my mind, heal my spirit, heal my business, you know, heal my mindset. And so when I'm thinking along those lines, I, I'm always also thinking in systems and systems don't have to just mm. be related to your business. But I feel like in terms of self-care, like what would it look like for you instead of spending three hours in the morning or two hours in the morning? or all day being reactive to all the stuff in your inbox, would it, what would it look mm. like or feel like for you to have that organized and streamlined so you have a special routine, this special process to follow so you're not stuck in there all day, which means you're actually getting the project work done for your clients that you're supposed to do, which mm. means you're getting done faster in your day. And then you can actually walk away from your work and go do all the other things in your life that fill you up, meaning going to get a massage, going to get a pedicure at a decent hour, cooking dinner at a decent hour. Think about all the things that you feel bogged down with. Freedom doesn't have to just be time. I think yeah. when we talk about systems and how systems really like open up the path for you to have all this time to do these things, that's just the surface level. What would it be to just free your mind from, I'm supposed to be sitting here working, but I'm stressed out and feeling anxious and having an anxiety response? Because there's a load of laundry sitting on the floor in my bedroom in the corner mm -hmm. that I haven't gotten to yet. But I can't get to it because I got work to do. And there's people waiting on me, depending on me, and waiting for the thing that they pay me for. What if systemizing your business freed you up to go do those things? So when you yes. were sitting in your seat for your business, for your clients, for the strategy of things, you have a clearer mind because that load of laundry and that pile of dishes is not sitting mm. waiting for you. It's actually done because you had the time and space to do it. Think about it. We all really want to take, all we really want is to have a better quality of life with flexibility. We want mm -hmm. uh, um, 
a clear mind. We want freedom, but we want to be able to say, I want to take care of my home. I want to take care of my mind. I want to take care of my body. I want to look great and feel great doing it. I want to take care of my kids and my significant other. But I can't do all those things if I am literally chained to task after task after task after task. Your mind, freeing up your brain space in your just having space to just be. And in, even in incomplete silence is important. But when you got your phone dinging and pinging, your iPad dinging and pinging, mm-hmm. somebody's waiting on you for something. You got a, a new email. After you just cleared your emails out, you got 10 more. A client is waiting to be onboarded. You can see how like that that stress just kind of starts to just boil over and boil over. And then before you know it, you're burned out. And so systemizing means I'm creating a level of automation and resources that help me to get my work done faster so that there is more time and space in my day and my life to thrive and have a better quality of life mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, religiously, howeverly, you know, mm-hmm. because if you are are freed up from all the work and the stresses of your job, i.e. your business, you don't have to be sitting here in the corner. I would never forget. It was 2019 when I, my husband lost his job. I was so overwhelmed. I had all this stuff going mm. for me. I was, I had systems, but I just felt like, man, if one more thing happens, I won't be in the corner rocking back and forth because I just can't take it. It's too much. There's too many hats to wear. And it really took me to like take a really big step back to say, what else can I automate? Okay. Or what else can I just remove out of my day-to-day business life because let's be honest none of us thought when we started our business journeys that we were going to be fitting our lives into our businesses when it should Mm. be the other way around it should be my business and my the way I generate wealth and revenue I want that to fit into my lifestyle I don't want to have to try to fit life and prayer time and, you know, meditation and my afternoon walks and cooking a healthy dinner for my family. I don't want that to have to be fit into my business. Okay. Because mm-hmm. now I got to rush down and go get, you know, three pizzas for the night for dinner instead of being able to say, let me sit down and create a more healthy dinner for my, my family. You don't have mm-hmm. time. You're sitting here doing all this work. You don't have time to grocery shop. You don't have time to do laundry. Mm-hmm. You don't have time anything and it really starts to affect your mental health it really 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 does and i think we underestimate that we just think of Mm. oh someone i need to hire to sit down and set up systems for the sake of client experience and just automating but no it's deeper than that it's deeper than just let's have a great client experience and set up processes (laughs) for your business because it's supposed to be the thing you're supposed to do no it's designed your systems help you to thrive really and truly in the way that you want to be. Exactly. And specific to the individual, that's the part that we skip. We think there's some template, but really what we're trying to do is build a foundation Mm -hmm. for ourselves to be able to do all of that. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's why when I built my program, the Thrive Coaching Program, using that word thrive for Mm -hmm. a reason, it's because as creatives too, We're always looking at ways to try to squeeze our writing or our creative practice into something. But we have to step back and say, no, I'm going to prioritize and value this craft that feeds me. It feeds my soul. It's something that is a part of my DNA. I am going to prioritize that as high as drinking a glass of water 
and giving myself a meal. And when I do that, everything else is going to magically fit because I know I've got to take care of my body. I've got to stretch. I've got to do Mm -hmm. all of these things so I can show up as full Shaleen and not half of a piece of a crumb of Shaleen. And I don't want my clients having a crumb of Shaleen. I want them having all of me. So, you know, that foundational work that we have to do and something I wrote down based on what you you said, I think I want this on a t-shirt. It's like systems don't have to be related to your business. Freedom doesn't have to be time. Freedom could be energy mm-hmm. preservation. You can, you know, I do an exercise every month where I list out everything I did and I ask myself, okay, up from this list, which things gave me energy and which things took energy from me? How can I squeeze in more of the energy increasing tasks and offload some of the stuff that's not serving me? Like, do I have to be the one to do laundry or can my 20 year old son say, hey, that's my task. Like, what can I delegate and drop off so that I can focus on, you know, creating more more energy? Because I think that's what we really have control over. We don't have control over adding more hours in the day. But, you know, how we show up and how we spend our time. Definitely. And I think the same strategy and thought process we put into like, oh, I have to sit down and get a really good brand strategy, sales strategy, marketing strategy, business strategy for my business. Mm-hmm. I think sit back and think about like the strategy of your life. What do you want your yes. life to look like? And I always equate systems and self-care in my mind to be like, if I was not working, what would I be doing? Yes. Because everything is wrapped up in like, okay, think about it. It's January. Everyone's like, okay, new year, new me. Let me get in the gym. But then I don't have time, <laughs> so I don't stick up. I don't keep up with it. Oh, exactly. let me make sure every night I'm prepping my meal every Sunday or every night I'm making, I'm cooking a meal so I can stop spending so much money on eating out on DoorDash and Uber Eat. But I don't have time. Yep. Let me go and make sure that I, you know, make sure I'm, I'm washing the laundry, doing all these things that I'm supposed to do and keep up with the house schedule and, and cleaning the bathroom every week at this day and making sure the dishes are washed. Don't have time. Let me hurry up and get the kids in the bed and read them a story every night at bedtime. But I'm too tired to read a story at bedtime so my kids don't get a story. And then think about the generational feelings that that kid then yes. develops because mom and dad are too busy to spend time with them. But again, what would you be able to do if you were not working so much? Mm-hmm. Your automations, your systems, your processes are literally freeing you up to go do all those other things. Instead of sitting in your desk chair or sitting at your dining room table with your laptop constantly going, how much better would your state of mind be if you felt like you didn't have that guilt, that uh, yes. significant other guilt that you know what? Every time I'm with my spouse or my partner, I'm distracted by doing business on my phone. I can't even sit mm-hmm. there with that person and be present because I, I got to respond to a new lead, you know, through the app because we had a new lead and I got to respond when that should be automated. Your new lead should get an immediate response with next steps to book a call, be able to book it on their own, be able to cancel it on their own, be able to reschedule it on their own be able to take notes during the call very quickly with the streamlined, you know, document that you take notes in and then automatically being able to send them the next steps to book, you know, with you to, mm-hmm. to, to make payment, to start an experience. But instead of you sitting down and doing that, guess what? 
Guess why we can't do that? Because we don't have time. I can't sit up because I don't time. I don't have time. I can't work out because I don't have time. I can't do everything because I don't have time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, business. How else do you want to streamline it? Do you want to give it a system? Do you want to delegate it to another person? Do you want to automate it with the existing systems that you have? Because even if we look at personal life, could I do grocery delivery through Amazon Mm -hmm. automatically or Walmart or Publix? Can I do laundry pickup where I leave my laundry in bags or boxes on my front porch and someone picks it up, washes it, dries it and folds it and drops it back off to me? It does, everything doesn't have to be rooted in your business. But I will say, if you go ahead now and without any delay and give attention to the business side of things, things in your personal life will be a lot more freed up. Yes. Those weekends will actually be work free. During the week when you're actually supposed to be working, you'll actually be spending time securing the bag and you're marketing your business versus just sitting doing admin work all the time. Mm -hmm. It allows you to really step in more of a visionary role Instead of being like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and just do this admin work and be reactive to my email inbox all day. You know what I mean? It's just it's not productive. It doesn't help. It actually hinders you by constantly putting systems and automations off because it really does contribute to your overall quality of life. Yes. See, I need everyone listening right now to just pause and think about all of that, because you all know I've been saying this. For so long and now I have it backed up by the amazing Crystal Clark and it's not just me saying these things we really have to invest in ourselves in this way and I think this leads us beautifully into the next uh, question because you know for the most part I work with folks in publishing or people who are you know creatives and you know everyone is tired editors are overwhelmed agents are feeling pressure too and I don't even know how publicity folks manage you know all that they do And writers, like we've been tired for a while. So Mm -hmm. I know from experience that overwhelm, it does stop, it it does come from, you know, weak boundaries, but it also connects to always having to reinvent the wheel. So not having a system for communication, not knowing how to make certain systems speak to one another. Um, The best example I have in the publishing industry, uh, using that as a lens, is the fact that everyone has meetings for everything. So we need to embrace a new way of communicating and attach a purpose to each new shift in communication. We have to almost build a new culture for communication. Um, And there's often this behavior component that is is missing when we just kind of shift to online and we're not really thinking about this foundation at all. So because of that, I feel like there's also a lot of resistance to change. And sometimes people just don't want to learn something new. And, you know, they're, and here's the biggest thing. People are not willing to pay for, no, wait a minute, language adjustment. People are not willing to invest in the tools that they need to do their jobs. So what would you say to a business or an organization who says, nah, I don't want to pay for that tool. Can't we just do everything for free in Google Drive? No, there's some great, when I say some epic, um, you are in the membership, so you know how powerful Google Docs and things that we've mm-hmm. talked about in Google can be. But trying to go the free route 
on all the different apps. So, you know, yes. like everyone's like, oh, let me try this thing out. And such and such is using this and that. Let me try that out. Oh, they have a, oh, do they have a free plan? Let me, let me sign up for mm-hmm. the free plan. But then we want all of the benefits of the pay plan, but we don't want to pay for it. So here's what I, mm-hmm. I explain to everyone is how much does it cost you to not upgrade to a pay plan of these softwares and systems? And I'll, 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 like really spell it out for you Mm -hmm. is think about how much it will cost you to have to hire an additional person on your team to take care of all the manual labor that an upgraded software could actually do for you at a fraction of the cost. So for example, um, I pay, this is going to sound like one, a a big expense and it is $73 and I think six, 10 cents. Um, for Zapier, which is a automation tool that helps all of my different tools talk to each other and things happen in different th- in different tools automatically. So if I wanted to fight, mm, I don't want to spend seventy three dollars a month on Zapier. I'd have to hire a whole nother team member for a thousand plus dollars a month to be able to help me do the manual labor that Zapier can simply do for me for seventy three dollars a month. You see what I mean? So down yes. the road, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're either going to have to sit there and be burned out and broke and do it. Meaning if I have to stop and do all that manual labor myself, because I can now, I can't afford to hire a person, but I'm fighting the $73 a month. That means that I, the business owner, not only have to do work in my zone of genius, but I have to go stop and go do the things that this software could have done for me quickly. Um, and as a result, I'm having to do it, which means I'm spending less time making money and less time on sales calls and less time getting projects completed so I can take mm-hmm. on more projects, meaning your revenue gets stagnant because you're sitting there doing more work than you should. Yes. And then you that. end up having to invest in more people when a system could literally have done uh-huh. it. I will take $73 in cents over $1,500 <laughs> a month any day. Yeah, exactly. And I think we have to look at things in that way, right? We're we're always leaning into the immediate why this will not work for me instead of, you know, slowing down and saying, hold on, let me see what the possibilities of this, this idea could be. And that's, you know, what I like to do now is just really take time to slow down and think before making that decision, because we're always going to have our guard up, especially when it comes to money. Like, I don't want to spend for that. I don't want to do for that. And, you know, if we can look at these really simple, small baby step ways to get started, like for me, the grocery shopping was huge. I am and I don't drive. So I'm like, listen, I'm not going on the bus, picking out my items, dragging them, lugging them back home. What would it cost me in energy to do that? And what would happen if I stopped? Okay, I'm going to pay the nine dollars to have my groceries delivered to my door. And that exactly. saved me time and it saved me energy because I don't like grocery shopping, but I love cooking. That gives me more time to play with ingredients and really plan out what I want to make because I enjoy that aspect and it energizes me. Cooking energizes me. Yeah. So I want more of that, you know, in my life and, and systems help us to do that. And I know, you know, the folks that I'm working with for sure are always looking at ways to streamline their everyday life happenings and you know there's there's so much we can do in terms of taking a holistic approach to organizing and watching how this ripples out 
into our creative and business lives, right? So I have a, no. I'm curious. I had a question, but I'm going to toss it out and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ask you something really specific because okay. I think folks will be interested in this. If you could pick three of your top systems that have created more intentional life space, what would they be? Oh, I already have those. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Let's okay. hear them. First, Airtable. It has single-handedly mm -hmm. changed my life. It has changed how I do business. Some of the things that I used to have to pay people for, I literally, w I was able to remove team members from my wow. team. These three systems I'm about to tell y'all. So Airtable is one. Airtable is basically like a Google sheet on a hundred times a million stairway. <laughs> <laughs> Plus with the ability to do automations like sending emails and all that. So yes, I basically built my CRM in Airtable from scratch. Mm. And it is not difficult to do. It just takes a little bit of time to wrap your head around. Second, uh -huh. Zapier. It is the software that literally tells me or it will communicate with Airtable and put some data or client information Airtable for me on the CRM side of things. If a client has scheduled a call with me in Calendly, or it'll add a new client that has booked me to, um, you know, my email marketing software in a special segment, or it will, you know, automatically create all of my client Google Drive folders for new clients that have booked me automatically. And I'm not just talking about one folder. That Zapier system can tell Google Drive to create the client's name folder subfolders mm -hmm. within that folder and even copies of Google Docs and Google Sheets inside those subfolders so that uh -huh. literally the client can be onboarded automatically. So that's Zapier. So Zapier is like the glue that glues mm -hmm. all your favorite tools together. And then last but not least, all things Google Workspace. I love Google mm -hmm. Workspace from Google Docs to Google Sheets to Google Drive to Google Chat to Google Mail. Mm -hmm. Uh, everything's very, and Google tasks as well. Everything's very interconnected inside of Google now to the point where you can put tasks in a Google doc, assign them to yourselves or other team members with a due date. And then that will show up in that person's Google task and on their calendar automatically, which I love. So cool. Like it is so cool mm. to, be able to do. Now there is a little bit of manual labor with Google workspace. Everything doesn't have like in a lot of internal automation. And when it does, you have to use Google's like they call it app sheet, I think, to actually write code to make automations. So it's not the best in terms of like creating automations internally, but there's a lot you can do to automate Google Workspace with Zapier, which is why Zapier is on my list. So those would be my top three, really and truly. These are amazing. And I, I hope you folks are writing these down. So Airtable, Zapier, Google Workspace. And I think, you know, we all use Google for something, oh, yeah. but we don't really know the big scope of oh, what yeah. the workspace can do. And I need to investigate this because I'm also thinking, you know, there's there's a way to replace Zoom, even just yeah. using the Google. Google what is it called? Google yeah. Meet. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So there's just so much we can do with what we already have. And I think the the most important part of, of this is looking at that glue, that yeah. Zapier. How are things going to speak to one another? Because we can have all these systems all we want, yeah. 
But if we don't know how they're going to have a conversation together, like picture your systems yeah. at a party, like, hey, they're getting to know one another, you yep. know, and they're making <laughs> for an experience. That's how I think of, of yeah. systems. And, and again, I'm kind of just kind of scratching the surface with it, but I recognize just how incredibly important it is. And I am 100% invested, you know, in myself and my business. And, and so if that means I'm going to, you know, work with someone like you and, and hire you to help me do this, I want to yep. be all in, but I also want to make sure that I'm taking care of my mind and my body That's and right. all of that before I invest right. in, in something so that I can show up and really absorb yep all of the expertise that someone like you, you know, has to offer. And, and one of the new programs I'm very excited about uh, at Breathing Space Creative is our Thrive Coaching Program for creatives uh, and specifically writers, because this program focuses more on the storyteller versus the story. So it's not the kind of program that helps you or teaches you how to write. It helps you figure out how to create space for yourself and how to work on your mindset and how to really go back to that foundation before we look at the creative project. So that leads me to this question for you, yeah. Crystal. What are some things you do for yourself first before you dive into your workload or your client's work? How do you set up Crystal for the day? Oh, my favorite thing to do. Okay, first things first. <laughs> The night time is like one of those times where I'm like, okay, how do I take my breathing space and just to mellow out before mm -hmm. a new day begins? So my day starts the day before. <laughs> yes. um, that's either with a really great hot shower or a really nice, you know, relaxing bubble bath to like get myself mm -hmm. together. I'll do daily devotionals during that quiet time or shortly after that quiet time. And I'll like kind of look at my task list for the next day. But when I get up in the morning, it's literally like, okay, the first hour of the day after I get my daughter off to school is either, you know, a little bit extra sleep time <laughs> mm -hmm. to lay back down for an hour. I literally ease into my day. I don't get up and just start going 110%. Mm -hmm. I like to ease in. I work from home. That's probably not as easier said than done, you know, for if you still have a nine to five and a business. But I will say, you know, now that I'm a full-time business owner and have been for several years, I, I like to ease into my morning. I don't just get up, go straight to my laptop and start working. When I yes. did that in the past, years and years past, it burned me out very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to this day, there are parts of burnout associated with that, that I just did it. I haven't still have not recovered from, mm -hmm. but I like to ease in. I like to sit down. Maybe I read an extra daily devotional. Maybe I'll pray. Maybe I'll get a cup of my chai tea, sit yes. on the couch and watch the news for 30 minutes or watch a show in the morning. I just want to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe I spend a little bit of extra time on skincare. Maybe I'll spend a little extra time getting my outfit together, you know, one to feel Good and look good, but I don't just put on sweatpants every day and go for it, mm -hmm. or yoga pants every day and go for it, or leggings. I like to just say, okay, maybe today I, I dress up a little bit. Yes, I just find that going with the flow and just having that first hour of the day to be yours. Mm -hmm. All of this, you know, get up at seven a.m., hurry up and check your emails by eight a.m., get on calls immediately at nine a.m. <laughs> like the start, the second that my my office opens, my office hours are. Um, from nine to six or nine to five, and my first hour of the workday when my office opens, I do not jump on calls right away. 
the first hour of the morning is dedicated to my time my personal time to have breakfast get my chai tea get dressed for the day feel good about myself watch the news or ease in or read a book that's my first hour the mm-hmm. first hour of the work day is like my daily kickstart routine and i yes. talk about this and teach about this inside of the membership where I give a list of tasks and these are the tasks that I complete in that hour to kickstart my day. Almost like brainwarming tasks. Check your email, um, you know, post to a, a story or something to your social media site so you actually get some marketing done for the day. Try to touch each department, marketing and sales, operations and finance every morning in that first hour. And then after that, I then start calls at 10 a.m. Because who wants mm-hmm. to start having a meeting to do hard strategy, deep work the second they wake up and see Exactly. That? Oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> it's like I haven't had my first cup of coffee yet and I can't get myself together. I can't think straight. Wait a minute. I need a minute. And it's like you don't get that minute because someone's waiting for you. So mm-hmm. I literally like to structure everything in a way that allows me to just really ease into my morning. And I do the same thing. Was my week, I try to like, I'm I'm a person that likes to ease into my week. Maybe Mondays, you know, I want to sit down and do some admin work and prep for the day and take a look at all the projects and do a couple of client check-ins. I want to ease in. I don't want to do the hard things for yes. the second that the week starts. Kind of want to ease in a little bit so I can like catch my bearings because that burnout girl. Yes. Real thing. Okay. Exactly. And you will find yourself thinking like, oh, I feel a little bit better. I'm going to go hard again. Like the second you start to get Mm -hmm. really stressed and burned out to the point where you you guys, I'm telling you that burnout will be like to the point where the alarm will go off in the morning and you just don't want to get up. Mm -hmm. You just, I just want to lay goodness. You know, when you do get up, brain fog all day long, you can't seem to get focused. So really the way you start your morning and your day really can contribute to how the rest of the day goes. Uh-huh. And he says, okay, like, you know, I had a few minutes to get myself together. Now I can take over the world because this yes. thing is a little cliche when we hear it, but if you really like sit back and think about it, it is true. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You are not like filled up and you don't have the energy. You're not going to be able to give your clients your best, your kids your best, uh-huh. your spouse your best. So taking care of yourself and giving yourself space is what matters. That's huge. Exactly. In the beginning, at the end of your day, you know, I like to do a little book ending. So the first hour is for me. The last hour is for me. And I think people need to accept this as a lifestyle change. It's not something that's temporary. Like you have to commit to, I want to feel this particular way. I want to show up this way. Here's what I'm going to do to make sure that's always happening. And you know, the time blocking is massive. I learned that. And that's what that's where that that first week transformation for me happened was just in those yep. initial sessions that you have. And the time yep. blocking was huge for me. I'm someone who, you know, is three hours behind most of the people I'm working with. So a 10 a.m. Yep. for everyone else is a 7 a.m. for me. And I used to think, well, you know what, Shalene, just take the short end of that stick and show up in these meetings at 7 a.m. I yep. learned the hard way when I am offering people is a sampling of what I am capable of because I'm not giving myself the time and space. And so, you know, changing Mm -hmm. the fact Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to have meetings every day. That was an epiphany for me. So now I got my Mondays, my Tuesdays, my Thursdays. That's it. Wednesdays, that's my deep CEO day. Fridays is my kind of ease out of the work week day. And, you know, that has already made a massive 
change for me. And, you know, then I get into the weekend where I'm not working at all, but I'm sitting inside of my creativity and the output is like night and day. Friends. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I feel powerful. I feel like I've got something important to say, you know, so I'm filling up my notebooks, filling up my my research folders for my books and everything is flowing the way it should. But I'm still working, you know, a full work week. And when you look at my calendar, you know, people are like, oh, wow, you're you're busy. I can't get in with you. And I'm like, that's because I've blocked off time to lay down on the floor and relax. I've blocked off time to go for a walk. My calendar is full of self-care tasks you know, with a few meetings and some, some, some deep focus work, but I'm creating the space for that. Yeah. Throwing out work and saying, oh, we don't work. We're going to block off our schedules. Our clients can't get access to us. That's not the case, but it's like, that's part of the reason why in the membership and my framework, I really teach from a place of like, let's get you organized as the CEO first. Before mm-hmm. we think about what the cl- what experience and process and automations the client yes. is going to need, because you won't even have time to go work on those things if you yourself don't feel aligned and organized and spread too thin. And so that's why I really start with like, let's get the calendar under control so you're not mm-hmm. on meetings every single day, all day from the start of the day to the end of the day. When are you going to work? When are you going to take a lunch break to eat yes. like or use the bathroom? Like uh-huh. these things get like. I will never forget. I worked at a job in the car business for two years. And that taught me so much about like prioritizing physical self-care because mm-hmm. I was so focused on getting my job done. I promise you, I didn't work out a single day. I ate McDonald's every day. That's a testament to the mm. 20s. Bye 20s. We miss you. Um, But I literally ate McDonald's every day and I was walking around this car dealership working all day, all day, Mm. all day. Y'all got down from a size 12 to a size eight, just walking all the time. Mm. But guess what I learned about myself? I was so focused on my job that I would be sitting in my, my, my desk chair or walking around very quickly because I needed to go potty and I wouldn't go because I, in my mind, I couldn't let go of, I need, I'm working right now. I can't stop what I'm doing Mm -hmm. to go take care of myself or go eat or go whatever. And so even to this day, I only spent two years in that industry. It's been probably eight years since I left that industry. And I still do that sometimes. Like it starts to condition you. So that's why I'm saying if you get yourself together now Uh and don't put it off another day, you won't be developing bad habits or things that are difficult to overcome. And the joy of like really doing the work that you started your business for and the thing that you're really good at. Think about how out of love you feel with that when you're stressed out all the time. I don't even want to do this anymore. I don't even want to have this business anymore. Like I don't Uh even want to do this. I don't even care. Like. Next month, I'm shutting it all down. Today, like, I'm going to finish this last client and I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And it's literally because we don't enjoy our businesses. We don't enjoy the work we do anymore because we're so burned out doing everything. So the best way to free yourself up from that is to either delegate it to a person if you have that that, uh, type of investment or simply set up your systems. Uh The, The reason why, like, the membership is what it is is because it's not a group program because it is not a in six quick weeks i'm going to help you set up your whole business like literally you have six weeks to shut down your whole business to just focus on nothing but systems Mm -hmm. i I don't know what marketing still needs to be done bookkeeping still needs to be done leads needs to still be responded to 
you know, client projects still have to be completed with our zone of genius. And so no one can stop their business. Systems isn't a one time. Let me sit down and do it one time. Mm -hmm. It's literally like a continuous improvement thing, which is why I made it a membership. So every month you're working on something versus feeling like you have this giant Mount Everest to climb to set up all these automations, all these set of systems, write all these email templates, design all these forms. Like it will be very overwhelming if we didn't just like sit down and do it step by step. So I'm really excited that it is what it is and it's in the format that it's in, you know, and the more and more people that we can serve and help and free, the better. I love it. And that's what I love about the membership too, is it's approachable. It's not like, all right, everyone close up shop. We're going to, we're going to, you know, there's no pressure. It's you take things step by step and you're still working and, and running your business while you're working through all of the things. And that's something that's really important to me. And and that's how I build my programs as well. I have a coaching program that is an entry into this work. Mm-hmm. It is not going to solve your problems. You can pay me mm-hmm. all you want. It's not going to fix your problems. You still have to show up, do the work, recognize this is an initial start. And, you yeah. know, once you leave my program, then you're drifting into a membership space that helps you have lifelong support and help you implement a lot of the things that you've learned. And that's what I love about how you how you show up, Crystal, because you give us tools and resources that you use every day in your business. You're not just throwing some stuff at us. You are saying, hey, here's how I use this and here's how it works. That's what blows my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. So folks, you know what? I could talk to Crystal all day, but I wanna (laughs) respect her time and I want you folks to please check out Organize Your Empire. The link will be in the show notes. I cannot recommend it enough. I don't think I would be doing what I am doing with so much joy if I did not sign up for Organize Your Empire. I have to say that. I have to put that out into the universe, Crystal, because it has been a game changer. And I look forward to being a lifelong member in there. Ain't getting rid of me that easily. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah. So, friends, before we go, Crystal, I would love for you to maybe let us know where we can find you. Where are you? Where are you hanging out? I love to hang out on Instagram. I'm on Instagram and uh, I really welcome anyone. Please don't be afraid to message me, DM me, say hi, send me a video message or an audio message. I love to chat and connect. I really, really, really love it. And definitely as you start your system's journey, don't get overwhelmed. Just get clear on your services. That's the first thing you can do. That's the first step if you're scared starting this journey. Just get started with your service offerings first and make sure that they're as simple as possible. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much, Crystal. Before we go, I'm just going to slip into a little mindset minute. When you start looking at being organized, and building systems and processes as self-care. In other words, when you adjust your mindset, you will organically begin to feel inspired to find new ways to reduce the stress and anxiety connected to today's fast-paced world. Start with the self, be open to learning something new, and remember that you can start small. So thank you so much, Crystal. This has been amazing. I know. (laughs) I feel like we could talk for 85 hours about systems and processes. 
But I want to thank you so much for your time and your energy. Thank you for having me.